and welcome back to the latest and greatest episode of the Shaving Points Podcast. My name is Jake May, joined as always by my co-host Quentin Crisco for a lovely night. How are we doing tonight, Quentin? You know, last week sucked. Last week was awful, but you know what I love about last week? It's in the past. Throw it in the trash. We live in the future. We're here to make that money back. Let's go. Let's go win some bets. Yeah, and so model wasn't great last week, but historically, this is when the model gets going. So if you want to stick around to the end of the episode, we will go through the entire model picks, all the games for the week, show you the winners and losers for the model, and hopefully win you some free money. But in the meantime, we're going to go through our personal picks, and then uh, we'll get into some college after that. But is there anything from last week you even want to expound upon? I mean, we had we had Tyler Badgett out there balling out, Deonta Foreman going off for your Bears. We had the Cowboys not playing, so it's it's all about you this week and your wins, doing it for Dick. Yeah, the it's a precarious place as a Bears fan right now. So you're like, we won, but did we? I mean, Tyson Badgett, nah, we'll see. I think he's he might be a solid backup, but. I'm more interested in getting into our wins this for this week because I didn't have any to talk about last week in the NFL. College has been great. Like Jay said, stick around for the college picks after we talk the NFL bets. But I say we just jump straight into NFL. I say we just jump straight into the NFL. All right. So, like we said, the past is the past. We're not going to talk about last week. You want to talk about this year's records? No, we don't because we're on to the future. And if we're on to the future, there is no nothing closer to the future than in just a couple of days from now. Whenever you're watching this, it may be today. But we're going to go to the Thursday night football game, Bills versus Bucks. And do you have this game? I do not. I stayed away from this one. I, 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 I had my eye on it, and I was like, maybe, maybe. And then I was like, no, slap the hand away. Get out of here. So I think... I think this this play is a sneaky good play. Um, uh, I have a total here. Um, the reason why I like this total is because short week usually leans one way. There's not football usually leans one way. But I like the over here. It seems like an underplay. It seems like an under game. Bucks defense is very good. Bucks offense is struggling in the red zone, struggling to find the end zone. Bills have been kind of hit or miss all season but so I like this over because I like the star power in this game I, I like the Mike Evans of the game I like the Stephon Diggs of the game I think the Bills running game is starting to get going I could see big breakout plays from from their running from their running game and and Josh Allen as well and I think Baker has the potential to to throw some big time plays so on a short week with explosive players, I think that leans more towards the skill guys that they can they, they can bust one. So I'm taking the over here. I'm taking over 42. I think we get a lot of points early and then maybe slow down. So I really like the first half over if you can grab it. Uh, I think I saw it at 17 and a half earlier. I um, really like that first half over because I, I expect this game to start hot and then maybe slow down towards the end whenever these defenses find find their groove. But yeah, I love over 42 in this game. Yeah, I like your logic there. I was looking at it with the under in mind, you know, and then I was like, 
But Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, like this can this can end up going over a lot easier than I want it to. I, that's why I ended up passing on the under. Um, I didn't like the over enough to take it, but I, I like the logic there. Yeah. So uh, what do we have up next on our list here? The birds. Birds going to the commies. Dirty birds. This is, another, this is a game I looked at that I didn't quite take. But uh, what do you have on this game? I got the Eagles minus six and a half. I don't care that it's in Washington. I, I mean, I I don't care that the Eagles just came off a big victory, right? Like, like a, a emotional victory. I think they were embarrassed the last time they played the Commanders. To, for it to go, I believe it went to overtime. Um, I think this Eagles team is hitting a stride a little bit at the moment. So I really just think they're going to walk in there, hit a commies team who's a little bit down right now. I think struggling a little more. And they're just going to take it to them. I think they're going to get an easy win. So Eagles minus six and a half. I, I really like this play. Yeah. Okay. I like that a lot. Eagles. Eagles seem like a team. They, they're identical to last year. They're catching all the breaks in their schedule. And they're just going to keep winning games. And at every given time, you think they might be, they might be challenged a little bit. Everything breaks their way. So yeah, I, I like the Eagles in that game as well. Yeah. Next one here, Jaguars at Steelers, and I believe this one's all you. Yeah. So Jaguars Steelers here. Steelers at home. Mike Tomlin. You look at the Steelers team, and you're like, it's not very good. Kenny Pickett, George Pickens. Najee Harris. The defense is kind of starting to get rolling a little bit, but Mike Tomlin is a home underdog. So Mike Tomlin covers like 85% as a dog, and he wins outright almost half the time as a dog in his career. So, I mean, a Jags team that started off kind of slow, started off 0-2. They haven't lost since. But a Jags team that I mean, Trevor Lawrence hasn't taken the step that we really thought he would take. Like, he's playing well, but, like, he's playing Jared Goff well. He's not playing the prince that was promised Trevor Lawrence well. And with that Steelers defense, I mean, give me the Steelers Steelers with the points at home here. Uh, With with the history of Mike Tomlin, the way George Pickens is playing seems like an unstoppable force, regardless of who his quarterback is. And, I mean... TJ Watt gets rolling. That defense gets rolling. They can cause some trouble for the Jags in this game. And like I said, with with the Jags having that slow start early on and then kind of starting to get rolling, but they haven't looked good in their wins. Like, they're winning, but they don't look Mm -hmm. like the team we thought they were going to look like going into this season. And I think this is where they slip up. So I like Steelers on the money line, and I like Steelers plus two and a half here. I like that bet a lot. If it was three, I'd be on Steelers all the way. I my hesitation is just always around Kenny Pickett here when it comes to the Steelers. I just I just do not trust betting on him. But if that number does go to three, I will be on it for, for Tomlin alone. Like I, I trust him at home to get that done. Next up here, Texans going to Carolina, North Carolina, South Carolina. I don't know. You don't know. Just Carolina to take on the Panthers. Yeah, so to me, this is this is a team ascending and this is a team descending here. I, I think the Texans are on the rise. I think C.J. Stroud, he doesn't seem like a guy that takes things personally. But at the same time, like, he knows he wasn't the number one overall pick. And 
Bryce Young hasn't looked great. And you hear things, uh, CJ Stroud did an interview the other day. They were talking to him about uh, the difference in the college game and the pro game. And he gave one of the best answers I've ever heard. And they were like, well, well did things speed up for you? What's the biggest difference? And the dude just sat there very calmly. And he was like, football is football. I understand football. Yes, the speed is a little bit differently. But I've understood football from a very small age. So the difference to me isn't isn't all that great. I just have better talent around me. Like not even talking about the defense, defensive side of the ball, what he's seeing looks wise and everything. He was like, I, I understand the game of football. I understand the position of quarterback. And to me, the only thing that's changed is that the people that I have on my team are better than I've had in the past. And never really heard that from a quarterback before. And to me, that's just like, this dude's balling. Like, give give me Texans minus three in this game. I, whether or not he, he wants to say it out loud, I think CJ Stroud has a point to prove. I think he's better than Bryce Young. We said it in the offseason. Uh, I think the Panthers coach knows that CJ Stroud is the better quarterback and wanted him. That D'Amico Ryan's defense is starting to come alive. Some of these, some of these skill positions for the Texans, like Tank Dell, are starting to come alive. Dalton Schultz looks really, really good for this team. I mean, the Texans are ascending. And I know they're going on the road. And most of the time, you you look at a team like the Texans, who people might say are a mediocre to a bad team. And you're like, you're going to lay three points with them on the road? Absolutely, I am. I I love this bet. Were the Texans on a bye last week, too? That sounds accurate. Because the Panthers were, and that's like... I liked this when I saw it until I thought about the bye week. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers roll out some new stuff on offense, just specifically to get Bryce Young going, um, which is the only reason I'm not in Texans here. It's that, that, that's the one thing that scares me um, with with them being at home as well. But I do like the Texans at that number. I just, the bye week scared me away. Yeah, and... So I know the Panthers were on by last week because I've Adam Thielen in a bunch of fantasy leagues. I'm not sure about the Texans. I can't remember. If yeah, the, Nico Collins. I have Nico Collins on like every team, and he, he didn't play last. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, was, so they were both yeah. they're both coming off a of bye here. So yeah, but I mean, I think D'Amico Ryan's is a much better coach from from the small sample size that we have is better than uh, Frank Wright. Right. So, so I, I mean, I, think, I, I, I think expect Nico. My- I expect uh, I expect D'Amico Ryan's to get it right more than Frank Ryan. Right, but so my thought process is I'm more worried about the struggling team coming off the bye than the team that's rolling coming off the bye. Would you say because the, the team are that's rolling? rolling? What do you change? I mean, f- compared to what their their expectations were, absolutely. You, and what their offensive line is, we're, but like, we're, we're talking we're talking expectations in the media perspective. Do you, like with the way D'Amico Ryan's is with the way C.J. Stroud is coming out of college like i feel like they they as a team feel like they, they look around the dogs around them and they're like man like we need to be doing better than this like look at look at what we can do like with that offensive line being the state it is i think they are overperforming right now and they might continue to but i don't think there's I don't, a lot for them to change I don't know they feel like that. i think there's a ton for the panthers to change i mean that, that could be true but i'm just saying as as someone on that team, someone sitting there in that locker room, I don't know if they feel that way. I don't feel like if they're like, oh, we're overperforming. I feel like, if anything, on the bye week, D'Amico Ryan's is like, 
we're three and three. Like we got to be better than this. Like, oh, the well, division yeah. is I mean, ours they, for the they taking. They might be, but like, there's there's more risk to change for the Texans. Is my point. Like, cause stuff is going well for their offense. What? Like, you you're not just gonna start throwing new shit in there because what you're doing isn't working, which is where the Panthers are at. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like. Two teams off a of bye week. Give me the better coach. Give me the better quarterback. Give me the better defense. Okay. Yeah, and like I said, I, I would like this number if it wasn't coming off a of bye week. That just throws more unpredictability in there for me. Yeah. To me, the bye week makes me even more like it. But that's why we talk about the games. Yes, sir. That's And that's why they play them. That's why they play them, man. That's why we play um, the game, boy. Moving on here. We got the Los Angeles Rams coming off a brutal loss to Kenny Pickett and the Steelers going into Dallas, take on the Cowboys. The Rams are six point dogs here. And I think they should be bigger. Give me the Cowboys minus six. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not touching the spread in this game with, with the Cowboys DB situation. Stephon Gilmore has had his spots where he's looked good, but him and Deron Bland have both played very opportunistic. Uh, at DB Matt Stafford has played incredible. Rams offensive line that that patchwork offensive line has been uh, been good not great we'll see what they can do this week against that Cowboys defensive line but with with that with those Rams wide receivers and Matt Stafford I I, I expect Puka and uh, Cooper Cup to have a big game this week man and uh, and at that number forty four Cowboys offense scares the shit out of me about this number so I either think that Cowboys lose outright or this is an easy, easy over. I think the Rams score. So, with... I'm not going to take the Rams. I'm not going to go against the Cowboys. But if I think the Rams score, I'm taking over 44 in this game. And I think... I hope this is the game that puts a fire under Jerry Jones' ass to go get it. Go get another DB, whether it's Jalen Johnson, whether it's Patrick Sertain, whoever it is. Let's go get another DB to give these guys some help because I mean you have you have Deron Bland who has the most interceptions since he's entered the league last year as a rookie you have a future Hall of Famer in Stephon Gilmore but both of them play so similarly to where you're not you're not locking guys down they they play a lot like Stephon Diggs or uh, Trevon Diggs but Trevon Diggs can lock somebody down and also be opportunistic these guys They'll give up the big play more often than not going after it sometimes. It, it seems yeah. like this season. And I love eyes Stephon on the Gil- quarterback cover play. Yeah. They're not eyes on the receiver cover play. I, lo- I love Stephon Gilmore. And Stephon Gilmore hasn't given up the big play, but he has given up the, the 16, 17 yard uh, in route, out route, post route, stuff like that to where he's, he's good enough. He's smart enough. He's savvy enough. He's athletic enough where he could make the tackle after they make the catch. But if he just played good, solid defense, he could probably prevent the catch. But he's going for the ball, and then they catch it, and then he makes the tackle. Thank God he makes the tackle. But it's it's just one of those things. And with these Cowboys DBs right now, I think the Rams are going to be able to eat on this defense. That's, that's assuming that that offensive line can keep Matt Stafford up for – one and a half seconds because if, if it goes any longer than one and a half seconds, I think this Cowboys defense could beat. So could go under, but I like the over 44. You just said my point for why I like the Cowboys here. 
if that Rams offensive line can keep Stafford upright and can open running lanes. I mean, we're starting to see some of the cracks break out on this Rams offensive line, I think. Like, the Steelers held them to 10 points last week. Yeah, which, I mean, there was some drop There were some drop balls, and there were some... There were some missed opportunities, but I mean, I think I think the Rams' best game last week is seventeen to twenty-four points against that Steelers defense. Right. Yeah, and I they gave up twenty to Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I, I think but, I, I, mean, I think there's but, some some tape coming out. There's some scheme happening around the Rams' abilities to hide their weaknesses right now, and I think it's it's really coming to a point here. Like even even, even two weeks ago, the Cardinals game. Against the Rams, there, there were some plays where I was like, I was watching for Dante Stills because I grade every rookie defensive tackle throughout the season. And Stills was getting in the backfield on some of these plays with very little resistance. It was just yeah. kind of like, okay, this is starting to look pretty leaky up front. And I, I think a defense, the caliber of the Cowboys is going to really, I mean, they might score points. I'm just not sure if it's going to be at the right times. You know, it might be it might be the kind of thing yeah. where the game ends up closer than it actually was. But like, I, I really think the Cowboys coming off a bye, I so, think they're in a really good spot here. Another reason why I like this over is if if the Cowboys feast, I could see this being a a twenty to ten game. We're at thirty points in the third quarter, and the Cowboys get two defensive touchdowns. Like, yeah, okay. I, I'm here for that. I like then the I get over. my cover. Then I get yeah, my cover. So, so I like it both ways. I mean. The only way this doesn't hit the over is if the Rams defense shows up, completely shuts out the Cowboys, and they win seventeen to three. But I, I think I think I think this is a pretty good over here. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think uh, some of McVay's witchcraft is kind of falling off of that that Rams team. It's it, it's selling Pukaladuka season. We've been big on Pukaladuka all year. Mm-hmm. It's time to sell, boys. Cooper Cup is back. And Cooper Cup's first week back, Puka didn't have a great game. Last week, Puka Luduka had a great game. 10 catches, 113 yards. I think Cooper Cup had three catches for like 30 yards. If you have Puka Luduka in fantasy, sell, 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 sell. That's just my opinion, though. I could be heard it here first. And stick around for our power rankings later, where we will tell you who in the NFL is Puka Luduka. I'll give you a hint. Played at Iowa State. Ooh, okay. Okay, I can dig it. All right, next up here, the Atlanta Falcons going to Tennessee to take on the Mighty Titans. You got anything on this one? That's all me. Okay. I got the under 37 points. Falcons just, what was that game, 13 to 10? That game against the Bucs, one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. Ugly. Ugly. Desmond Ritter has struggled on the road in his career so far. Or at least I know he did prior to that Bucks game. The fact that they only scored 13 points and I saw some of those fumbles, like where's their game this week? I think week? it's safe to say it's in Tennessee. Oh, okay. Take Tennessee. So yeah, so Tennessee, nasty D line. That's about all you can really say. They just trade Kevin Byer to the Eagles. But uh, I still trust Vrabel to have that defense fiended. It's really the offense that worries you. Ryan Tannehill ain't playing, so you got either Malik Willis or the Mayo Mayo boy. And really, I'm, that's why I'm not on Titans here. It's only a two-and-a-half-point spread. Should probably be bigger, but with Desmond Ritter on the road, Falcons, you know, going down to Tampa Bay last week, now going up to Tennessee. 
Titans coming off a bye. I, I just think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think they're really going to limit what that Falcons offense can do, and the Falcons defense is not no nothing to scoff at either. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, Desmond Ritter on the road, pretty good bet. Yeah. All right, moving on. We got the men in purple, purple people eaters, some, some might call them. The Minnesota Vikings going to the land of cheese take on the Green Bay Packers. What do you got here, Jay? All right. So, Kirk Cousins is just quietly just having another great season. They just lost Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson might be out for the rest of the season, might not come back on a really bad team. And what does Kirk Cousins do whenever he loses the number one wide receiver in football? He throws to his tight end. He throws to his rookie. He kind of starts spreading the ball out a little bit. Kind of starts distributing that thing and proving why he is... Is is he the best, almost good quarterback in the history of the NFL? It's close. I mean, he is... He, I, I will say this. He is probably one of the best processors at the quarterback position in the NFL today and in the NFL in the last five years. Like, so, he is that good so of a processor. It's just the physical tools that he lacks. So, with, with Justin Jefferson gone, Jordan Addison had nine targets. I think TJ Hawkinson had nine targets. I think Osborne had five targets. And that other, that, that young kid they had had five targets. Just, just distributing the ball. Um, maybe, maybe Kirk is just at his best without a true number one target. And as good as Justin Jefferson is, maybe Kirk's just like best at playing football and throwing the football to guys that are good, not great. Uh, give me the Vikings money line here, man. These guys are hyped up, coming off a big win. The Green Bay's bad. Green Bay's really bad. That that Bears that Bears win week one was absolutely fraudulent. Like I don't know. Like the entire NCAA right now is like investigating Michigan for God knows what stealing signs. You investigate the Packers about that Bears-Packers game because the Packers are not that much better than the Bears. Like, this is this is insane. The Packers are not good. I think the Vikings get it done. Give me Vikings on the money line. I have I have money line minus 115 right now. I don't... I don't those odds could change. But, yeah. Give me, give me Kirk Cousins at noon going to Green Bay buried in a really good slate of games at the, in that 12 o'clock spot with like a 35 to 10 victory. You know what? I'm with you. I'm adding that to my slate because I hadn't, I didn't realize it was that close. Like the money line was almost even money. Uh, yeah. Brian Flores, defense is starting to, starting to really click. I mean, these guys, they're, they lack a lot of talent on the back end, but they just create chaos, man. And like Cameron Bynum is playing great football for them right now. I really, I really love Brian Flores, the D coordinator. Like he is, I don't know if there's a defense coordinator better at creating chaos than him. And it's just, it's fun to see. So I, I think I'm with you on Vikings money line here. I think I'm going to add it to my slate. Yeah, no, I like it a lot. And I would assume that Vikings are probably going to be one and a half to two point favorites by the time this comes around. But take, take the points, take the money line either way, throw it in a parlay. I, I love oh, the Vikings in this spot. To my point, if there's one quarterback I do not want to have starting for me against a defense that creates chaos, it's Jordan Love. Yeah, I agree. All moving right. on moving. to Bengals at 49ers. 
five right. and a half point spread on this one. I have six. 49ers are favored. Okay, six. I have six. 49ers are favored. And oh, hold on. Smell that? I don't. What, what does that smell? It's gross. It smells like a fucking rat. Do I have a rat? No, it's this line. It's this line. Well, 49ers minus six coming off a loss to the Vikings? Against the Bengals? Bengals are one of the best teams in the AFC. They Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, that defense? Oh, it stinks. It doesn't make sense. Give me 49ers minus six. It's, it's everything. Everything is telling you to take the Bengals in this game. You look at the spread and you're like, Brock Purdy sucks. Uh, no Debo. Christian McCaffrey's a little banged up. Nah, give me 49ers minus six in this spot at home. Bengals coming off of a bye on top of that. This game stinks to, to high heavens. This I is, really... This, this I'm the on biggest the, rat line of the season. No, no way. I'm on the other end of this, and I had to deliberate over it. I was like, are the Bengals going to cover five and a half in San Fran? Like, Joe Burrow, I'm still not sold. He's right. Like, I... Maybe it's a rat. It's nowhere near the biggest of the season. This is the biggest rat line of the season. I don't buy that because I had to think way too hard about this one. Way this too the, hard. This is the biggest rat line of the season. No. Yeah. No. I just. Yes. I don't buy it. I don't buy I it. I do buy it. It's a rat. If you can't smell the rat, then you need to put out more traps, brother. No, because you, when when I'm not smelling the rat, I don't think about it. I just take it. I had to sit here and think and think and think on this bet. This was the closest one to not going on my bet slip. Really? And it wasn't because I thought it was a rat. It was because I am legitimately sitting here questioning whether Joe Burrow is healthy, whether the Bengals are even good right now. That defense keeps giving up points. It doesn't look like the defense that we've seen the last few years. Like, I am not sure that I see this as a, as a clear bet, but I ended up taking Bengals plus five and a half. Because I just... 49ers couldn't even beat the freaking Vikings. Yeah, they couldn't. But they're coming back home. 49ers at home are different than on the road. Now you're, questioning, the- now you're questioning me if I'm if my sense are off. I mean, to me, I saw this, and this is Vegas, like, begging, just begging you to take the Bengals here. They're just putting out all that cheese, and they say, come on, get it. Come on, get. Come on, get this cheese. They're just begging you to get this cheese. I was legitimately questioning whether I could bet against the 49ers coming off a loss like that. Like, that's so what may- I was sitting here wondering. So so maybe you're you're on the right side, and then your mind is backwards because we haven't had a great season, and you, you put your mind in a pretzel and did the wrong thing, and the right thing is... 49ers minus six. Well, that's why we play the game. Why they play the games, not we. I'm playing. The we, games. we find that's out why soon. they play the games. We have anybody? Is this a rat? Am I? Am I the fool? Sound off in the comments. All right. All right. Well, that's up. That's, got, that's up for me for my slate. You got one more here. All right. I'll be right. The Las Vegas Raiders going to Detroit Monday Night Football. I'm taking the Lions. Seven and a half point spread, seven and a half point favorite, coming off an embarrassing game in Baltimore. Raiders coming off an embarrassing game themselves. Just got beat by an undrafted free agent who's never started an NFL game before. 
I think Detroit is coming into this game hellbent on beating up on somebody. Well, I think the Raiders, maybe they are hellbent on beating up on somebody, but they're going to be starting one of Brian Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell against a team that's very talented in the Detroit Lions. And with a defense who just kind of lacks teeth outside of Max Crosby, I think Detroit's going to win this game by two scores. Give me Detroit minus seven and a half. Big number. Don't care. Think Detroit is going to make that big a difference in this game. Make that big of an impact. Make a statement here. And I just think the Raiders kind of stink, if I'm being honest. Raiders do stink. Good. I think the Raiders just stink. Yeah, I mean, I think the Raiders stink as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be hard to convince me to bet against Lions at this point in time. I mean, I've been on them since this podcast started. If you remember just three years ago, the year that the Lions went, what, 2-14, and 14, I was pounding the drum saying, these guys are so close. And now, one of the best teams in football. Hey, they come off of a really, really, really bad loss against the Ravens. It happens. People have bad weeks. Jared Goff, one of his worst weeks of his entire career. And guess what? He's still top five in almost every single QB stat coming off the worst week in his career. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, good deal. Um, I think that wraps us up for NFL picks. But before we're done with NFL, we got to get the people to model. No. Stick around. No. Model is still coming. Model is coming. If you're still here, model is coming. We have to do power rankings, though. Okay. Power rankings come first. You are right. Let's see here. So, we've got... Get this up on the screen. In the meantime... Boom. If you want to see the model, you can go to shaving-points.com at any given time. And it is absolutely free. You don't have to sit through all of our picks. You don't have to sit through college football. You don't have to sit through our power rankings. You go to shaving-points.com at any time and you can get the model. That's how easy it is when you go to shaving-points.com and hit subscribe. All you have to do is put your email address in there. And you know what the craziest part about all that is, Q? What's that? It's fucking free. Free 99 been saying it dude like so yeah just go head on over to shaven-points.com if you're waiting on the model hit subscribe that model will be sent directly to your email you don't have to worry about it just absolutely free but for the people that are here for art for your entertainment i mean i mean we we got a top power rankings yeah what better way to start than at the very top we got Ketchup, Super Bowl contenders, and Adolis Garcia. Um, is there anybody hotter in the world right now than Adolis Garcia? Kyle Schwarber's the only guy who's contender. Well, Kyle Schwarber just got eliminated, and he's not making the World Series. Do you know who is making okay. the World Series? Doris. Adolis Garcia. I wanted to say, hey. Ad- I was like, no, that's not him. Hey, as a Cubs fan, just know that we got this motherfucking... Haas, this dude who hit four home runs in his last nine at-bats in the ALDS, or ALCS, um, 15, 15 RBIs, breaking records. Do you know who the Rangers got this, this little peasant who is just the best player 
and MLB playoffs right now. Do you know who they got him from for next to nothing? So make you feel great as a Cubs fan. Cardinals. Yes, sir. Thank you, St. Louis. We'll take him. Love to hear that. Love, Love to hear it. So at the very top, we have our Super Bowl contenders. We have Ketchup and we have Adolis Garcia. I think that's it. And Kansas City. Oh, it's okay. Kansas City. We got to put Kansas City and Ketchup go hand in hand. Okay. We're going to have to get Swifty in there. Yeah, we'll have to get Swifty up there. Okay. So that's it. Those are the only people that can win championships. Next up, close, Mm -hmm. but no Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure anyone in the NFC I'm completely sold on. All right. So let's see here. We have close, but not quite there. We have the Dallas Football Cowboys. Yeah. Dallas belongs in there. We have the Buffalo Football Bills. Agreed. We have the... There's only meetings do that. They get your team right. We have the Miami Football Dolphins. Correct. They belong there. We have Baltimore Ravens. They finally get there. I've been been pushing for it for weeks. Finally get there. And Eagles. You don't think Lions belong in there? No. Lions are getting downgraded. Okay. Just because of last week. I no. think I'd still live with them in the close. They are I think they were Luka. Super Bowl contenders. Oh, they're Puka. Puka oh my gosh. That's until they're not. They're Puka Duka until they're not. Okay. Need to say a big bounce back for them. I'll, I'll put them right back in the Super Bowl contenders. Don't you worry. But for <laughs> right now, they're Puka Duka. Playoff teams. We have the Texans of Houston that play football. Not the Texans of the Big Apple? No. Not the Kansas City Texans. That are now the Dallas Cowboys. I thought Houston was the Big Apple. No, 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 no. That's Indianapolis. Uh, We have the Jacksonville Jaguars that play football. We have... (laughs) Kids tough. All right, all right, all right. We got Seattle Seahawks. Oh, San Fran, San Fran. Yeah, absolutely. Let's put them in close, but no Super Bowl. I'm okay with that. No, 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 no. Actually, no, I said we were going to downgrade San Fran this week. That where, where's our where's our graphic from last week? Uh, it's gone. We need to add it back. New one. I need to clear it to create the new one. Okay. Well, we got to add it back. Quarterback's not as good as you were. Your quarterback's not as good as you thought he was. We'll oh, put it right okay. under the rest. Right under the rest. Quarterback's not as good as you thought he was. Let's see. Keep talking now. All right. So yeah, San Francisco. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, when Brock Purdy doesn't have uh, the most perfect circumstances around him. He's not that great. I'm not saying that you can't win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy because your team is absolutely incredible. I'm saying you can't win a Super Bowl when you have to rely on Brock Purdy, and that's why your quarterback's not as good as you thought he was, and that's why you're going right below the rest with your quarterback's not as good as you thought he was because if your quarterback was as good as you thought he was, he wouldn't lose to Kirk Cousins on primetime with Christian McCaffrey having 165 yards and two touchdowns because lo and behold in the year of 2023 running backs can't win you the game all the time so here we are here we are so Sam Fran Sam Fran goes to hell yes okay so uh, another playoff team here let me see Bengals are here Oh, yeah. dude, we need a we we might need another tier for Gardner Minshew Colts, but we'll put Gardner Minshew Colts here for this week. 
next week we may have to make another tier. Because Gardner Minshew, not only did Are he play great. Putting him in Puka? No, saying? playoff team. Okay. Yeah, that, that NFC, the AFC South is stout, boy. I tell you yeah. what. Wild. But yeah, we may need another tier for because I mean, not only did Gardner Minshew play great, he had two rushing touchdowns where he was just leaving magic. people in the dust. So, just magic. All right. yeah, absolutely. So, Pukaladuka, here we stand. Pukaladuka with the Lions. We're gonna put the Rams. The Rams are back with Puka for the first time since yeah. Week Three power rankings. We're going to put the Chargers here with Puka Laduka because you can't quite seem to... Uh, 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 good good, good on that Steelers one. Um, yeah. Yeah, because the Chargers... Actually, no, no, no. Take the Chargers down. Kirk? Take them down. And one more. Kibi's not as good as you thought he was. He had a he had an amazing rookie season. He, he had one of the best rookie seasons in the history of quarterbacks. And... Everybody, everybody in the media, everybody in the NFL has been waiting for Justin Herbert to ascend. He he is the next up. He is he is the prince that was promised after his rookie year, not coming into the league after his rookie year. He was next up. He was the future MVP, the future face of the league, and all he's done is not stepped up. It it might be it might be a hindrance to him. That he was so great his rookie season that he gave himself impossible expectations. But I mean, if if you're sitting right now, do you want Justin Herbert? Do you want Tua Tungvaloa on your team? I'll take Tua nine times out of nine. I'll no take, questions. I'll, I'll, no I'll take just, questions. Yeah, I'll take Tua nine times out of nine, and I'll take Justin Herbert one time out of ten. Okay. What about out of eleven? Give me two and nine and a half. Okay. <laughs> Plus nine and a half. All right. We got one and more. For, for our listeners, I quietly added Steelers into QB. Not as good as they thought he was. Yeah. But I don't think anybody in the Steelers franchise thought uh, Kenny Pickett was going to be phenomenal. But you do have George Pickens, who is just another great, great wide receiver in the history of the Steelers franchise. So we're going to put one more in the Pukuladuka here. And... Um, this might need a category of its own as well because uh, we need a category for like best team in football if you weren't who you are, and that's the Cleveland Browns. Okay, so like, that if, reads to me like Kirk's cousin. No, because they're they have elite talent. Kirk Cousins doesn't have elite talent. He has. He has talent. He puts no, up elite numbers. No, no. So. Kirk Cousins has had elite talent all around him and not won. Oh, has he though? Some of those Vikings teams, yeah, those were pretty stacked. And they just kept shit in the bed. Oh, man. That's tough to tell. I would say they're closer to Pukaladuka, though. To where? We, we need something between Pukaladuka and Kirk's cousin here. So, but what did you want to call it? The best team in football that won't win again. <laughs> that won't win? I don't, I don't know. Okay. I mean... Imagine going all in for a quarterback. And I mean, the Bears kind of did it. I mean, they traded up to two, but they didn't really go all in. Talk about a franchise that went all in. I I guess Denver kind of did it. But a franchise that went all in. And then we're two years into the quarterback. And you're like, holy shit. 
if we were just competent at QB, they lost the best running back in the league, and they're still really fucking good with no quarterback, yeah. losing the best running back in the league, which was your only offense, and they're still really fucking good. Like Jerome Ford just went down too. Yeah, it, it is insane. Defense kicks, yeah, that's great. Defense kicks ass, but uh, QB, yeah, put the Cowboys in there. Okay, I I can't argue with that. I can't. <laughs> if we're making a new tier, put the Cowboys in there. All right, <laughs> and while we're at it, put the Falcons in there. Yeah, defense kicks ass, but QB Saints too. Put the Saints in there. I I said it before the season. It's the year of the defense. Yeah, that uh, you're you're right. That new category was needed. <laughs> All right, so Kirk's cousin, Tennessee Titans. Jets? Wait, Jets? Yeah, absolutely, Jets. This is going to be our longest hard <laughs> rankings ever. We're going to have 32 different categories by the end of this. <laughs> Kirk's cousin? We got to get on to Kirk's cousin at this point. Yeah. Tennessee Titans? Yeah. Raiders? Ooh, Ra- I can't put the Raiders above the rest. I just can't. They just I lost the Bears that. by, like, 18 points. Yeah. Well, I mean, Deontay Foreman, though. Yeah. Yeah, still. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. Brian Hoyer cannot be a, above, above the rest anymore. He's not no longer in Kirk's cousin category. Okay. We're going to put the Vikings back at Kirk Cousins. Okay. They yeah. finally made their way back up to Kirk's Cousins. Now they just got to hang on. Weeks. They got to hang on. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers belong in this category. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, okay, no, that'll be it. So the rest, we have the New York Giants. Think they they belong in there yet? I think they're still Caleb Watch. No, no, not not after their game against the the Commander Skins. Yeah, yeah. I think the 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 football Commander Skins belong in the rest. Yeah, they both belong there. Neither one okay. of them are on Caleb Watch. They're they're both going to be good enough to win four games, and that's not Caleb Watch. So okay. uh, Cardinals. The perennial, uh, the rest. The Cardinals they... are actually inching back down to Caleb Watch. I don't think so. Just as far as rankings go, because once Kyler comes back, they won't be. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they're they're fine. Oh, Broncos, go to the new tier. Quarterback's not as good as you thought that he was. Yeah, <laughs> they they sold the franchise for this. Those man. might be our two best tiers: <laughs> defense kicks ass, but QB and QB not as good as they thought he was. Oh yeah, I mean that that, you know, that could just be a Broncos logo for that tier. I mean, hell, the Bears and the Packers and the Patriots and the Panthers could all fit in that tier too. <laughs> yeah, but the Bears are on Caleb Watch. Yeah, Packers are on Caleb Watch. Yeah. Patriots are on Caleb Watch, but you know who's not on Caleb Watch? Drake Carolina May. Panthers. Drake May. They're not even on Drake May Watch. No. Yeah, not even on Shadur Watch either. And Shadur flashes his watch every chance he gets. Oh, man. That's, that's ugly. That's ugly. All right. There you have Quite it. Quite unfortunate for them. All right. Perfect power rankings. And I did say earlier that Kyle Schwarber was not going to the World Series. I said that when the Phillies were down two in the bottom of the ninth with two outs. And I regret to inform you that the Phillies still lost and the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to the World Series to play against the Texas Rangers. I just wanted to give an update because I hate Philly. So 
I, I know you're like yeah. a local, but yeah, a Schwarber bomb I would have been okay with, but uh, it did not happen. Okay. Model? We have the most exciting World Series matchup in years. Oh, my dogs are so excited. Uh, with the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Texas Rangers. Okay. Oh, we will go to the model now for those sticking around for the model. And like I said before, Chevy-Points.com gets you the model. And you can subscribe to the website and get the models directly to you every single week. So let's get to the model and see what we got for this week. It's coming. It's, it's on the way. Boom. All, all right. Are. So immediately what pops out to me is my over for Thursday Night Football and the model is at 84% confidence that Tampa Buffalo Thursday night is going under. So, fuck me then. Then the model is 9-2 and two on unders this year. I bet it is. And both the unders that Jay followed lost. Let's not get into it. What else do we got on this model? Got Philly against spread against Washington. Got Atlanta, Tennessee under. The Baltimore, Arizona under. That's a spicier one. Uh, it's got the Bears, Chargers over. But I would be cautious on that one because the model still thinks Justin Fields is starting for the Chicago Bears. And he is not. Um, but Badgett may be better. Was, if Justin Fields was still starting for the Bears, I would love the over in the Chargers game. I would love That would be my favorite bet of the week. But he's not. Uh, Hold on. I have breaking news. I know you don't care. I just got CMC in fantasy. Woo! I gave Jared Goff and Zay Flowers for CMC. That's a fucking steal. That, is, that, is, <laughs> that, is, that, is, that should not be allowed. I offered him Jamar Chase for CMC straight up, and he countered with Zay Flowers and Jared Goff. I was like, okay. But back on the model, on the season, oh. down three units. It was Seven up best. before last week. Last week was the weirdest week of betting in the history of gambling on the NFL, I feel confident saying, because I'm pretty sure Vegas just stole everyone's lunch money, but everyone's models coming back for it this week. It's coming back strong. So go check it out. Shaving dash points.com. It's all free. No paywalls, no advertisements. Just pop it up in your face. Go find it at shaving dash points.com. Been saying it for years. Shaving dash points.com. Come, 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 come. All right. So what are we looking like for college football? Because we were talking about looking in the past, looking in the future, getting in the the DeLorean. Do you know what? You know who wins in college football? Who? Shaving-points.com. Where all your wildest dreams come true. Been saying it for years, dude. So do do you have our numbers for college football? You do not. On the season, you are up nine and a half units. I am up 5.8 units. As a podcast, we are up 15.3 units on college football. 15 units? But NFL catch up. Hey, we're, I mean, we are a college football podcast. As you can tell in our last five minutes of the pod, we (laughs) saved the best for last. You've got to stick around for the payoff. Because if you don't stick around, you don't get the college picks. And if you don't get the college picks, you don't get that fat bankroll, boy. And for college this week, I have the Kansas Jayhawks at home versus OU covering 10 points. Next up, I have West Virginia going to Central Florida covering plus 7. I have Duke plus 4.5 
going to Louisville. I have James Madison University, not even Ooh. eligible for a bowl game, trying for their trying for an undefeated season in the Fun Belt Conference. Minus twenty versus Old Dominion University, and then last but not least, that is I have, sick. That is sick. You're a sicko. It's a winner. There's a difference. There's right. a difference, there is. sir. There is. And then last but not it's least, I, I have Colorado UCLA over 63 and a half. Boys. James we, Madison football. They win. <laughs> That's all you a need to lot. know. They went nine, 10 and one last year. Hey, I believe it. On. All right. Out of my college picks, I got Virginia going to Miami, Florida, not Ohio, Florida, and I've taken the over 48 and a half. Then Wyoming, our favorite. We're a Wyoming football podcast. We are. I almost took Wyoming in this game. Going to Boise State, four and a half point dogs. Give me Wyoming to cover the spread. Tennessee going to Kentucky. Totals at 51 and a half. Too low. Give me the over. Colorado at UCLA. 16 and a half point spread. Coach, Coach Prime. He doesn't like 16 and a half point spreads. Neither do I. Give me Colorado. This is really good. I don't care. Give me Colorado cover. Don't care. Cover it. Shadur. Iowa State. Shadur. Going to. Yes. Shadur. Iowa State going to Shadur. That, that's. Yes. That was my next point. <laughs> Iowa State going to Waco, Texas. Staying out of biker fights, but going in to Baylor. Two and a half point favorites. Too low. Give me Iowa State. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I might actually love it. Yeah. I might actually love it. All right. So both get five picks for college football. Both been hot, 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 hot in college football. Let's get this NFL rolling. Go check out the model at shaman-points.com. And above all else, don't sleep on them Texans. We'll see you next Don't do it. Adios. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. Hello. All right. I tried to bring the energy there, guys. Did my best. Are still live? No, we are live. Hello. We're still live <laughs> bringing the energy. I don't know how we end. <laughs>